In this place, to find is to lose, and to lose is to find. Sorry, say that again? I, I think you lost me. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Joe. How are you, Joe? I've been better. Uh, <laughs> by that, I mean it's uh, the season of, of midterms, which is the scariest thing to do for Halloween. Yes, for that season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, I do I do enjoy escaping into Kingdom Hearts uh, when I have. It, it's better than all the other things I have to do. So, and in some ways, Chain of Memories is a perfect game to do for the Halloween season. In some ways, there's uh, something well, I mean, spooky about that castle. There is something spooky about the castle, and I think to amplify the the spookiness, we are gonna visit uh, Halloween Town today which i th- oh yeah i think this is probably the episode that's going to get closest to halloween that's not true i think it's going to be one yeah, more. uh yeah maybe one that's a little closer but well uh yeah there'll be one that's on the f- well actually there will be one that is actually on halloween <laughs> and it's not <laughs> the one in which we're doing halloween down i.e this episode well um can't justify pushing it back so here we are this is oh, our themed episode yep. Ursula's pretty scary. That'll be on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, do we want to jump right into the little scene that happens in the Castle Oblivion Halls? We can jump right in to the scene that happens in the Castle Oblivion Halls. Cool. So we get a scene of Namine. This time we actually see what she is drawing. She's drawing a cute little sketch of four people. Sora... Kyrie, Riku, and herself. Uh, all, I think they're all like holding hands or something. They're at least yeah. like hanging out and looking happy together, which is strange because I believe this is the first time in this game uh, where we've seen any real connection between this group of four characters. We had that thing last episode where Sora was like, wait, did I know... Did I know another girl in my life? Referring to <laughs> Namine that he sort of sees in a weird vision. But other than that, we haven't really seen that group of, of Destiny Islands characters connected to Namine in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is the the introduction, I think, to what they've been setting up uh, for the last several cutscenes. I, I really like this plot point since we're open, like, talking candidly about the whole game as a franchise. We know that it's all... A fucking uh, scam to Sora, but <laughs> I, I think um, it's really interesting how wait, it no, sets wait, it up. Wait, wait, wait. I guess we, know, I guess we know that at the end of this game. So never mind. I was gonna be like, wait, this isn't an Ansem report, but we know that at the end of this game, I suppose. Yeah, no. Sora figures out what's going on, and then uh, I don't want to get into that rest of the game. But I think it's in, it's presented really interestingly because there's no. Like between just Kingdom Hearts one and then this game so far, we don't know that 
So it's kind of like believable and it's like, why did Sora forget this person? Why are they with this group of people who are like presumably bad? It's um I think I think it's yeah. presented pretty well. Um for the and sake I, of being as confused as Sora is. Yeah. I I really enjoy this this thread as well. I think I think this is where the game is successful in exploring memory in a way that goes beyond just sort of like armchair philosophizing, which Kingdom Hearts is uh often devolves into. Um, but uh the I think the the games are at their best when it pairs that sort of uh like esoteric twiddling your thumbs around ideas, uh, when it pairs that with emotional moments that resonate with those ideas. And I think having this sort of false memory of Namine implanted within Sora, um, I think it really rings true to the effort of trying to remember something from a long time ago and the nostalgia in, in like the original sense of the word of like the, the pain of, of, of remembering something or the pain of, of, in Sora's case, only barely remembering something. Um, yeah, I, I think it's done really well. It, it it is done really well. It's a shame that it's um pretty much just gaslighting him, but uh mm-hmm. yeah, because because there is a value to the experience that he's having and like um I think it's it speaks a lot to his character that even in this uh today we'll talk about how up in arms he gets about how important this person was to him even though he just remembered them and I think it shows how like like it, it seems like it's coming from guilt of forgetting her, even though it, all of this is like weird because it's bullshit. But yeah, but I, there is still I think it's represented really well outside of the fact that it's bullshit. <laughs> Do we want it? So the the next scene is uh, basically what we were already saying, which was Sora starts to have. Uh, memories of Namine on Destiny Islands, um, which we had not seen in Kingdom Hearts 1, as you mentioned. Um, but he seems to be remembering her in like bits and pieces as they go through the castle, but he's still not able to really remember her name quite yet. Mm-hmm. There's a really good scene where Sora sort of just out loud processes that it's a girl like there's a girl and goofy's like what where where's a girl <laughs> like he doesn't know how to handle the situation and uh yeah then we get sora sort of processing uh this information he's like yeah there was another girl and she left when we were still really young which we see that it was like way before like we jump into kingdom hearts one which goes into what we were saying but yeah then that's pretty much just pick another world card and miru picked monstro our good old buddy monstro this world is weird uh with the way that it handles uh the mechanics of this castle and um just the way it compares to the first game but most importantly you know all all those doors that are just in the bellies of whales yeah totally unlock with cards normal all right so here's my real question this is the most important thing is it still war (laughs) if you just show up in the belly of a whale. There's no swallowing. Um. Um. Yes. I. Th- well. This is the also... most important thing about this whole podcast, even. I guess. 
It's it's an edge case, certainly. So they, mm. yeah, they just appear in the middle of, uh, it was called, like, Chamber 2 or whatever. One of those in numbers. In Kingdom Hearts 1. And Pinocchio is around the corner, and they get to chatting, and uh, so Jiminy and Pinocchio get to reunite, and that's pretty cute. Yeah, I, it struck me weird that they would, like, they remember each other just fine, despite... Like everything else being gone, like, like Leon not remembering Sora a few episodes ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think mm-hmm. it, it's really based on like it really just wiped the slate clean from what Sora knew. But like mm-hmm. the world's being based on Sora's memories, it makes me it's it's kind of like on the edge there that Pinocchio still knows Jiminy. I think it would have been really interesting if they played with Jiminy remembering and Pinocchio not. But. Ooh, that would have been, uh, that yeah, that could have been really powerful. But I think with how tight and short they want to keep these worlds, I think mm-hmm. it was probably a decision to just be like, well, they know each other, so that yeah, sure, we why can have it just be like fight a little few heartless, open a few doors, and do the boss fight like all the worlds in this game are. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think they they still do some d- interesting things to make it a little bit different, um, which yeah. we'll get into mainly with Pinocchio. But that's that's just the one thing where I'm like, I hope that doesn't raise like plot questions, like answer report questions where we think way too long about Pinocchio. I don't think so. I think I think you could just say that. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Here it comes. I think I think there's probably so as you mentioned, nobody remembers Sora or Donald and Goofy when they go to these worlds and. You know, after Traverse Town, Sora and Donald and Goofy don't seem to remember any of the denizens of the worlds that they go to because of the effects of the castle, I guess. But uh, the these memory people don't remember Sora and Donald and Goofy, presumably because they are being created as if they were never visited. So Pinocchio remembers a version of Jiminy that exists in in Pinocchio's in fake Pinocchio's fake memory of a Jiminy that was also fake which is not actually this Jiminy you're you're totally like onto something and I think you're right it's just so bizarre because it's based on like it's based on Sora's memory but also it's not so yeah, it also doesn't really matter at all. Uh, <laughs> it it doesn't, but I think it's I think it's like unfair to just give Chain of Memories that treatment where it's like, eh. sure, yeah. Like I I feel like we should still give it at least like sixty yeah, percent sure. of the due diligence that we gave Kingdom Hearts one. And look, we and look, we just did. Yeah, um, that I mean, I feel like you probably got as close to a real answer as we're gonna get. It's. It's difficult to explain the what is in my head without like a you know conspiracy theory style board with red yarn uh mm-hmm. on wrapped around tacks with like images of 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 Goofy's face like tacked onto a cardboard <laughs> and mm-hmm. onto a uh, cardboard board. But anyway, Pinocchio leads them to Geppetto, who is also in the belly of the beast, and. Uh, there's some sort of idle chatter that then leads to, I think, a pretty poignant moment where Geppetto talks about how he's not, even though he and Pinocchio are 
in the belly of a whale. He's not really sad because he had come here because Pinocchio had gone away. He had lost Pinocchio and he was able to find him again. And so even if that means living in the belly of a whale, at least he was reunited with someone important to him. And that makes things better. And that sort of resonates with what Sora is going through right now in a lot of ways. Yeah, the writing in this world is weirdly good. (laughs) Like, I find the emotional arc of this world to be like so much more interesting than the original Monstro in Kingdom Hearts 1. And I think, I mean, obviously there's Riku is involved in the first one, but just, I don't know. It's it's good. Yeah. I didn't expect that out of Chain Memories. (laughs) Let's see what happens next. Uh, Pinocchio wanders off as he often does. So Goof Troop go to find him as they often do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> doesn't take them long to find him. Then they have a discussion with Pinocchio because Pinocchio doesn't want to tell them why he went off on his own. Mm-hmm. And then we get a line that's very good that you texted me a screenshot of uh, and I probably wouldn't have even like paid it that much thought but it's after so good it, it's really good so i'll just i'll just let you take over here uh all right so we get to this point where pinocchio is like lying or he does yeah he's yeah, i don't think he actually lies he just or he does lie he said he's looking for treasure and they're like just tell us the truth man and um goofy gives this like really inspirational pep talk about you know that's what friends are for we're here for you you just gotta open up and trust and then his Exact words are "put your trust in Goofy." Um, which, <laughs> God is like such just the perfect five words. I think political slogan and, and for the future. It's a political slogan. It's like a religious um, tenet. It can be so many things. Put your trust <laughs> in Goofy. You know he works in mysterious when, ways. When in doubt, just put your trust in Goofy. If that's not the tweet you make for this episode, I don't know what will be. Um, RT if you put your trust in Goofy <laughs> yeah probably uh, you can um, cut that out though if you want um, so <laughs> no of course not oh, great uh, so this this is where we end up fighting the boss well basically kind of the only boss in this world this world's different um, but we fight the same boss from before the weird parasite cage thing um, that's with, it with, with good old Pinocchio inside of it uh, the double war situation and we the boss is beaten it's it's pretty different for this game too the way they like actually change the room you're fighting in it's i don't know if it's good i didn't play it but it seems interesting on the surface uh that it's that it's different than everything else so after that's over to add to it being different we actually see Sora just motivating pinocchio to save his own fucking uh self in this situation and he does he just yeah, beats good, the good shit, on you, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, he just beats the shit out of uh, the, parasite, the cage. parasite cage from the inside out and escapes. So that and was it gives cool. Pinocchio the idea that we could do the same thing to Monstro because uh, it's not like he kills Parasite Cage; it's he beats yeah, no. it up enough from the inside that it, it forces it to spit him out. So Pinocchio's like, "Wait, we could just do that with Monstro." So mm-hmm. Goof Troop say, yeah, we can we can do that for you. So Pinocchio goes back to Geppetto to get I, launched I, out of I the I do whale. want to point out, this is probably just a graphical thing and totally I shouldn't read into it. But I mean, welcome to the show. Um, when 
So you say it doesn't kill Parasite Cage, but when he jumps out of Parasite Cage, it does do the death animation. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. But what's interesting about that is you do see a heart fly away from it, which should only happen when a Keyblade yeah, key defeats blade, a Heartless. Yeah, I, so is Pinocchio a, but, a Keyblade? Uh, I I mean, I think the easy answer is that that's not an actual Heartless. It's just a, a fake Heartless. heartless. Yeah. Created from Sora's memory, so mm-hmm. you can let the rules apply pretty loosely. I mean, it's we've talked before how these memory worlds are sort of dreamlike, yeah. and if every time you've killed a Heartless, you see a heart flying out of it, I'm sure if you then dreamed about that, you would see that again, even if it doesn't uh, completely fit the rules of the universe, just because this isn't exactly reality that we're in. Yeah, absolutely. I just really needed to pose the idea of Pinocchio being a Keyblade. Good I'm, I'm glad then to be able to immediately shoot it down and be like, yeah. mm, sorry, Joe, this isn't a podcast where fun happens. <laughs> oh, man, you're right. So Donald decides that they need to go in deeper. Yeah. That's all and I got. So they do. It's really weird because they're like, we should get Monstro's help to get them out of here. And then they don't even actually end up fighting monstro it's like suddenly just a bunch of heartless are there and they just get too rowdy yeah it gets there's a lot of ruckus that happens when they're fighting Mm -hmm. the heartless and it causes it causes monstro to sneeze just like monstro sneezed in kingdom hearts one and it sneezes out uh pinocchio and geppetto and then uh goof troop get moved throughout the body of monstro and end up in its mouth uh, to find that that as I mentioned, Geppetto and Pinocchio had been sneezed out to safety, and then I sorry I just realized how the heck did they leave? How the heck did they leave any of these worlds anyway? Through the door. Um, yeah, it's weird. Um, it's weird. It's really like weirdly abstracted, especially since like yeah. that's not the po- part that we focus on in the slightest when we're watching these. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, um, he, he used the key or the card with the high number and opened a door and uh, left yeah. the whale's yeah. stomach. Uh, we did, uh, because of that little excursion, Skip, um, there's a scene where, uh, there's a nice little scene where Jiminy notices that, you know, Pinocchio is doing, doing the right thing here and there, uh, a, a lot when they were in Monstro and realizes, you know, maybe he doesn't need me as his conscience maybe i can never say that word conscience maybe he he's he's gonna be a a good little boy on his own so jiminy is uh, sora and donald and goofy encourage jiminy to uh you know look forward to seeing uh being reunited with pinocchio and geppetto again as as pals which Uh, i think sort of where we leave the world I think Jiminy's revelation here is probably the biggest piece of evidence that they really did forget Kingdom Hearts One, because he yeah, wouldn't he yeah. would not feel this way uh, had those at, had those things happened. But uh, regardless, uh, let's get back into the the hallowed halls of our castle oblivion. Yeah. So Sora is trying more and more to remember this girl because uh, Donald asks Sora about her. Okay. Yeah. Um. He seems to remember that she was always drawing and that she was really good, which, okay, Sora. Um, and <laughs> um, and I already brought this up, but my notes mentioned that th- the way it's pieced into the narrative is like super believable if it's your first time through. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, listeners, I guess, hypothetically. Um, but um, the, they end up getting into this spiel about, oh, we got to forget in order to remember the things that are most important. Well, I mean, I, I think specifically the specific vignette he spins is that Naman, the, well, this this girl that he can't remember, uh, who is Namine, we, we see her um, sitting there. This girl he can't remember would often draw everybody else, and specifically Sora and Riku once uh, fought over who she would draw next, um, and that sort of like positions her in the sort of Kyrie role in that friendship, because mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora and Riku... Um, had that race uh, to share the Paupu fruit with Kyrie, and so this idea of them fighting to see who Namine would draw next kind of shows that Namine is beginning, in the full context of this game, is showing that Namine is sort of beginning to supplant Sora's memory of Kyrie with this fake memory of, of Namine. Yeah, it starts out as all four of them are friends, and then slowly it becomes a replacement thing. Um yeah. We just haven't gotten into that until I guess this is probably the beginning of it, as you said. Yeah. Um, more of it will happen uh, after the next world, but um. So that's that's a good thing that you brought up. I do want to talk just to mention um, Goofy and Donald being jealous that they don't have deep dark <laughs> repressed things to remember, <laughs> um, and then ultimately being like, "Well, we gotta forget things faster." Yeah, it's a really good joke yeah. because yeah, because as you were mentioning before, they start talking about oh, that's what everyone was talking about when they're saying to find is to lose and to lose is to find. So the more Sora loses his memories, the more he's remembering this uh, what they assume is like uh, repressed memory or or forgotten memory of of Namine. And as you mentioned, Dial and Goofy are like, well, dang it, we're not remembering anything. <laughs> we should forget things faster. Yeah, so that's. Uh, that's fun. Uh, we pop up to the next floor and then we end up getting a cutscene of Axel and Larkscene. Um, Axel shows off that he has this weird soft spot for Sora, probably for a lot of reasons, but he just seems really invested in what Sora is doing right now. Uh, and then he mentions to Larkscene the reason that he's telling her is to take over the organization. Which, what's the yeah, organization? Yeah, Sora is the key to take over the organization. Yeah. That's now the first time that's come up. And so not I think last. it was mentioned briefly before in like two episodes ago as uh, like the organization's goal is to unlock the secrets mm-hmm. of the heart or something like that. But yeah, I just this is the first time we've heard of any sort of it. attempt to take over it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really interesting that it's introduced to us amidst its own bullshit going on, which... Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. It kind of shows that there's more probably planned than as it's going, which is a good sign for Kingdom Hearts going forward. Um, mm-hmm. So he mentions that Sora's the key to take over the organization. Um, and Larkseen is like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we should keep that quiet for now. And then she she leaves. And then Axel coyly says, uh, you should have done the same, Larkseen. <laughs> by himself alone in this room um yeah uh he's so, a double agent double agent for who i don't know yet <laughs> we'll figure it out um yeah but uh yeah we'll get to that when it becomes more important and then i think 
I just mentioned that Sora still can't remember Nominee's name, um, so which means there's probably a small conversation about it there. Yeah, there's a small scene that's pretty unimportant where mm. they just reiterate that there's still a girl whose name he can't remember. In case you forgot. And then we get to Halloween Town. Yeah, let's go to Halloween Town, our spooky-themed world. Happy Halloween, everybody. Back to Pumpkin Hill. Oh, no. <laughs> so they walk in. It's really interesting how they propose that without mentioning it, but I guess we can assume Donald uses his magic to look like this because he just sort of casually says, oh, well, you know, uh, anything here will just be scared by how we look. And they don't seem to question why they look like that. And then they all get scared anyway because Jack shows up. Jack Skellington's a scary dude. He's pretty uh, spooky. Question, was Jack Skellington the original Slender Man? Uh, he definitely has the same aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. He has a suit and he is a very Slender Man. Yes. Those are the two key uh, features, I think, to Slender Man. I think um, they're the only consistent features about Slenderman as well. Yeah. Well, that's just, I think, with the nature of the origin of, hey, yeah. let's all collectively make up a weird story. But it's good. We love to get Nick back on the show to uh, explain us Slenderman stuff. But yeah, no, I guess I never noticed the similarities between the two. I think it's because Jack is just so dang naively adorable. Cheery. Yep. Uh, what does he do? I can't remember. And I lost my place in my notes. He just pops up. He like he pops out of the uh, the well, and then Donald gets scared shitless. Um, this is a recurring oh, theme. Yeah. It's a very good one. And then some heartless appear, and after Fries. they're dispatched, he tells them that they should follow him to Doctor Finkelstein's place uh, because he is studying a way to deal with them. I guess. Mm-hmm. Which then he doesn't really do. In do. no way does. What he is doing remotely affect the heartless. It's just, it's kind of weird. Or if he anything, makes, it makes the problem worse. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, so the way they present it, um, regardless of what Jack says in that first scene, is Finkelstein made this potion that makes you remember things, and upon sniffing it, the heartless appeared. Um, which I don't know what that fucking says about Doctor Finkelstein, um, or what deep dark powers he is repressing. But uh, that happens. And then uh, they he proposes that he might be able to figure it out if he has the potion back. But Sally took it, probably. Um, I mean, she's the only other character in this world that we interact with. So we can assume it's probably her. So we go to find her. And surprise, she has it. Yeah, everything's so nice and simple in Chain of Memories. Yeah. In Kingdom Hearts 1, it would be like, oh, no, I don't actually have it. But I did see the that lock, shock, and barrel around the, okay, that's mm. what JC's little No, in Chain of Memories, it's like, I bet Sally has it. Yep, turns out Sally has it. <laughs> yeah, very streamlined experience. I don't know if it's better, but it's definitely better when it's the second time you're doing it. Yeah. What happens so, here? Oh, so the, uh, they ask her for the potion back. Uh, yeah, so that happens. I just remembered the next the next scene in which Oogie Boogie appears and fucking tackles Sally to the ground. <laughs> he got to get that here potion. Here comes the boom. <laughs> that is one hundred percent a thing that happens. Um, and he so he tackles her down and gets the potion. Um, That's my favorite scene in Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, it's classic. Classic film, um, incredible cinematography going on. And then pretty much nothing happens until they catch up with 
Oogie, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she was about to give them the potion, but then he tackles her and snags it, so they chase him, and they find him, yep. Yeah, and then they catch up to him, and this room is kind of like the one where you fight Oogie Boogie in Kingdom Hearts 1, but it's also different. I imagine it just, hey, let's make one that makes more sense for the combat in this game. So they do right, that. Yep. Um, well, well, before you fight him, he drinks the whole potion, and it's really weird because he's he seems like legitimately terrified of something, and is like, please stay away from me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really we, difficult to figure out. It's like he's a little woozy, but also something something worse than woozy's happening to him. But we don't really get a firm explanation of what. That is necessarily, there's an attempt at one later, but it doesn't satisfy my curiosity. No, this is easily like the most uncomfortable I've ever been <laughs> about um, not <laughs> knowing what happened. Because he's like, it's so like such a stark shift of like seeing a character like Oogie Boogly, Oogie Boogly. Yeah, what eldritch shit did he just <laughs> see? <laughs> Maybe he realized he is a bag of bugs. Um, yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah. yeah. But um, so they, they fight um, and then... Yeah, they beat him, and then they go back to Finkelstein, um, and he's like, well, I can't do anything with these last couple drops um, of what's left, and I think Goofy, I think it's Goofy who suggests mm-hmm. Sora to drink it, and like, oh, maybe it'll, since you're going through memory shit right now, um, and weirdly, his response to not doing it is that mm-hmm. he made a promise to Axel, which I think is... Super interesting. Promise, promise is a weird word. It almost makes me wonder if there was, if there was like a localization quirk. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems it seems like he less made a promise and less wants to prove to Axel that yeah. he can recover these memories on his own. But either way, I guess it it's six of one, half dozen of the other. But it's mm-hmm. just a weird word choice. Yeah, it, like with Sora in particular, I can completely see how his mind turns that into a promise. So I'm not like yeah, yeah. confused so much, but yeah. it's um it's cool. That's the first time anything important has come up in a world, I think. Um, and that's a mention of Axel. <laughs> so I think there's something about Finkelstein trying to rationalize it and they're like, Why did this happen? And then Sally's like, Because it's a failure. You're a failure. <laughs> there's an interesting discussion of the idea that when these true memories resurface, that they have an unbalancing effect on the heart. And mm. that's why the heartless appeared when the potion was sniffed. Um, and that's why whatever was happening to Oogie Boogie happened to Oogie Boogie. And that has interesting implications about the rest of this story. Not like super important plot ones, but just like it colors things, I guess. Just themes, yeah. Um, It, it definitely... Uh, compliments what we have so far. So yeah, let's hop on out of Halloween Town. It's been a nice visit. Very festive, spooky. Oh look, Larkseen's here. Larkseen is here now. Uh, <laughs> I bet you work with Axel. That, apparently, that's my Donald Duck impression. Ugh. That was like Donald Duck mixed with Sora. I thought. I don't know. I'm. Yeah, and with a with a dash of Gilbert Gottfried in there too. <laughs> what if Gilbert Gottfried was the voice of Donald Duck? 
I don't think we'd be making this that would podcast. Make the scene, that would make the scene. That would make the scenes with Iago a little interesting. Yeah, it's like um, in uh, One Piece, there's like three characters that have the same voice actor, and they're just like ever so slightly different. But like, they're never all together, and I really wish they were. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a audio drama I listened to called Wolf Three Fifty Nine, where two of the main characters are voiced by the same guy and just one of them is him doing a Russian accent and it's really fascinating to just like know that and then like re-listen to an episode and be like this is just one dude saying mm. all of this to himself let's talk about Larkseen who yeah is here now and uh, is I guess I don't know if help is the right word but she um, is here to Move along the process of Sora awakening, quote unquote, his true memories. Yeah, those quote and unquote are pretty important here, mm-hmm. as we know in the full context of this game that they aren't true. But she's going to pretend they are and sort of taunt him into remembering them, sort of like reverse psychology wise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super weird, especially like just the entire tone and nature of Lark's scene is unnerving. <laughs> When that poor girl learns you've forgotten her name, it'll break her heart. That was pretty good. Is what she says. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Also, there's another one where Sora's like, is she here? And she's like, yes, she is. Like, super staccato. Yeah, it's a really weird cadence, but it's it's uh, noteworthy. It sticks out, certainly. Mm-hmm. And um, she explains that the bad guys have her held up somewhere in the castle. Uh, but surprise... She's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she like kicks Sora across the room, which what happens in the scene is interesting. I can never I'm, I always forget what's actually happening versus what they're making you see is happening. So when he when she kicks him across the room, he drops this good like it's this little keychain looking thing. Um, that's just like, I guess, a star. I'm not really sure. Like a palpu, I guess it's supposed to be. Um Mm-hmm. and it's this good luck charm and she's like oh you don't even remember that she gave it to you or you can't remember her name and then she does a weird another cadence thing where she's like sora sora <laughs> and it's <laughs> really weird but eventually he does uh manage to pull this name out from his quote-unquote memory specifically so the name nominee yeah, yeah that, that's the name the name is nominee um so uh, to be clear, because it gets a little murky at this point, Sora was like, oh, yeah, that's a good luck charm that my good friend Namine gave me. Yeah, that's just what happens. And I always view the scene like, oh, she just like dropped it when she kicked him and now he has it. But I think we learn later on that Namine literally just turned Kyrie's good luck charm into that one. I just want to I know. I believe that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I just, just want to figure that out now and not have this question every damn episode that it comes up. Because um, that's just I can something look it up to confirm. But that was. What I, mean, I, th- I, I think so. Remembered. I just. I'm always. I, I guess if anything teaches us that memory is treacherous and shouldn't mm-hmm. be trusted. Yeah. Um, um, it's probably fine. Yeah. So this this whole thing, she she eggs him on into really forcing him to care about this person that he just remembered. Um, which I, mm. I think interestingly enough, her, even right before the fight starts with her, she's like, you didn't even know who she was 10 seconds ago. 
But then they fight. Guess what happens? And Sora wins, kind of, in the sense that... Well, yeah. It's kind of sad, actually. And he's alive. Yeah, you deplete her health bar to zero, and then she just sort of uh, continues to taunt Sora and walk away. Um, in which he's just leaving in that sort of weird puff of goo we've seen before. Yeah, and Sora just sort of angrily swings at the air, not quite satisfied with how things went. And he mentions at the end that he's upset that it took a person as awful as Larxene to make him, uh, as he says, bring back Namine's memory. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad. Seeing him like yeah, it's really sad. stomp around, it's. I think it's more sad knowing that he he didn't know his person. He doesn't know who this person is. Um, yeah, like all of it's fake. Uh, and Donald and Goofy seem pretty concerned about him too. Right before Lark scene popped off, she actually gave Sora some more world cards to explore more worlds, and that's that's where we're leaving it today on this super sad boy. Yeah, sad boy. Where do people, f- how do we do this? Where Where are your things, Joe? Where are my things? Well, they're on the internet. Wheels. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Ghost of Joe, uh, spelled J-O. Um, on there, you can find some of the things that I write. I also do another podcast called uh, We Are Watching One Piece, where my friend Jory and I recap One Piece as he watches it. Um, we're still in the Sky Island arc and will be for a little bit longer. So you can find that on iTunes or any app you want to search. And I think that's it. You can also find this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. I'm Wheels. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash thetraviswi I also do a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as many things as possible. Playing Call of Cthulhu right now. It's a lot of fun. Characters are real good. Our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day uh, from the website Game Chops. Don't skip Leg Day. Can't. Can't do um, it. That was a hazy memory of Monstro and Halloween Town. Got, Got it. it memorized. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but we talk about the anime called One Piece every week, about five or so episodes at a time. I'm currently caught up with the series. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. <laughs> and until you tune in, to be continued.